What is up and welcome into the Easy Smoke at the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. Grambling State legend. He was a second baseman for the Tigers. He was all swack back in the day. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't forget LLC now. You got to throw that in there, bro. Oh, what? what, what Coach Smoke camp. We'll, 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 talk smoke we'll, talk, we'll talk about yep. that in a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll talk about it in a second. And we've got the NFL draft analyst. Note I said analyst this time. You can catch all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He's got his mock drafts up right now. He's working diligently. It's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, what's going on? How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Hey, you know, again, I know y'all guys are a little dubious when I say this, but you got to put a little respect in my name. I'm back into the Madden Championship. Back into back-to-back Super, back Super Bowl appearances. I'm waiting for my my competitor. There's a there's an NFC Championship game has yet to be played, but I've secured another AFC Championship, back-to-back AFC Championships with only one loss this season. Thank you very much. I'm waiting for my competitors to... Uh, to finish their NFC championship game so I can find out who I'm facing. But, uh, you know, back-to-back AFC championships. I mean, come on, man. A little, a little love there. Only one loss this season. I might be back-to-back coach of the year. I mean, come on, man. That, that's that's, that's got to count for something, right? He's the NFL draft enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> He's Glenn Morgan. We'll talk We'll talk about Madden later, you know, if you actually get, get – yeah, we you, you, we we'll, we'll we got we got to finish the deal this go round, yes, man. Yes, sir. Tough crowd, tough crowd. <laughs> hey, smoke. Well, before before we really get started, let tell tell us about uh, your 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 latest endeavor here. Oh, uh, so I started uh, Coach Smoke Camp. So I, I train infielders in baseball, um, and I started Coach Smoke Camp in 2019, uh, July of 2019, and. Uh, I was going hard with it and then the pandemic, you know, pretty put a halt to it and I'm um, getting back going. I've officially got my LLC for it and, you know, it's, it's time to really take this thing to the next level. man. so anybody out there looking for infield training, contact me. If you're looking for any type of training, I got connections with others that do other stuff too. So. Yeah, you can man. you can find my uh Instagram page, Coach Smoke Camp. Can you can Coach you teach me? Oh, go ahead, go, go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. Go, no, I was gonna say your, uh, Instagram number. page, Coach un, Coach underscore Smoke underscore Camp. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Same Coach underscore Smoke underscore Camp LLC on Facebook. So can you teach me how to play first base? Finally, I can try. <laughs> I was I was a decent I was a decent first baseman in high school. I just want you guys no, to know we, that. we 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 a little far removed, you know. Wow. So it's about I got, I, I'm trying, man. Get. It's been a couple years now because of the pandemic. We're trying to get back on the softball field this summer. So, uh, so oh, yeah. okay. So we'll we'll see how that works out. Amen. We shall see. So hey, so let's uh, let's get started. Uh, we got. A lot of subjects to talk about, but I think we'll start with those damn bulls. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. after a, a, a good win over Toronto on uh, Monday night uh, this week, 
They go to Milwaukee to take on Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, and the Milwaukee Bucks, and they basically just didn't even show up, man. You know, after twenty twenty seven, say. yeah, seven seven mm-hmm. minutes in, they were they were done, man. Um, and this team, I, I once again, I, I get that, yeah, they're ahead of schedule. Um, I get that they've been hit by the injury bug, but just about everybody's back now. Um, and and that doesn't excuse you for for not playing with heart. And that's how I felt they played uh, in that game last night in Milwaukee. Um, just just no heart there. And I don't know how they are going to be able to get that before uh, the playoffs come. And and what do they have? What ten games left? Yeah. Yeah, so I, it it was disheartening to say the least. Yeah, um, do you think they play without heart, or they're just not that good, or or Milwaukee, or and or they're not as good as they need to be? Still, kind of maybe kind of refiguring what they're doing as they're kind of adjusting the defense, so they're kind of caught in an adjustment phase. But Milwaukee is just that good and just that determined because as if you watch the Bulls post yesterday, as has been talked about, they're probably the least talked about champion, the returning champion that, you know, we've seen maybe in the last 10, 15, 20 years. There's like a, not a lot of respect has gone into Milwaukee's championship, um, which to me is more, I, I put more weight to their championship than the Lakers the year before in the bubble. Yes. Quite honest. Um, but Milwaukee, I think, showed us that because Middleton didn't play. Right. So showed us that they're not just, you know, a two-man team or, you know, just a quote-unquote, you know, star-laden specialist team. I mean, they – I mean, Bobby put it on us. I mean, he probably always will because he was a former Bull. But you just saw just how deep a team they are. And it, it just – the Bulls just – I'll put it this way. When I watch the Bulls play, I just want to say hit the weight room. I just feel like teams overpower us, you know, at, at positions and spots where we have the height. Like, we're skilled. We're one of the yeah. better skilled teams, particularly with DeRozan and Levine and even some of our other guys. But the physicality is just not there. And Tristan, you know, it's nice to have Tristan on the team, and he's probably in a decent role, backup role. But he's he's got that old man strength now. That's what it looks like. You know, he's not necessarily – as athletic as he was when he was younger, he looks a little slower, but he knows what he needs to do so he can get by with his knowledge and some of his physical strength. But overall, I just see us, man, just being just the, the bulls are being bullied. I mean, I that's, that's what it boils down to. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I was, I was just going to say from last night, man, I, I get if Giannis goes off on us. Okay. Right. But sadly, they, they didn't do too bad against him. Uh, he did have a dominant 17 rebounds, but uh, fine, fine. All right. But, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, Drew Holiday just scored again. <laughs> but, but, you know, he's a physical guard. That's what I mean. It's just like there's, there, there's a physicality to the way they play, but I think even more so there's a mental physicality that teams are bringing against the Bulls because they see us as, I hate to say it, mm-hmm. as soft. Yeah, they they, they 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 let Grayson Allen just go to the cup at will. The same guy that basically you know messed up your season 
Yeah, yeah. That, that that's where I say there there there's a no heart there. That's 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 it in a nutshell. But, but yeah, I I don't think it's I, I I'm gonna have a hard time saying it's no heart, but it's right. it's it's definitely we're soft. We're yeah. soft, yeah. and 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 it's and every team we play, they try even the softest teams try to come in and be more physical versus us. Right, we're yeah. soft. You know, like it's it's something to be said that the one player that's trying to play more physical now is is uh, Zach. He's the one player that's trying to play more physical, get into the rim and things like that. Right. But, he, right. but he's going. He's going. I give you that. He's going to the cup. But every time he get there, he tries to avoid contact. Well, and he's that, in an injury too, though, bro. The back and the knee, you know what I'm saying? But then, okay, but then you can't you can't cry for every call. Then no, you can't. You you can't. But but sometimes, man, calls need to be made. If if you're not if you're not if you're not trying to make contact, you 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 can't you can't get those calls. I'm sorry. But but my thing is this: see, I'm not going to fault him for trying not to make contact, but he's because he's trying to finish. Right. He's not going in with the mindset, I don't want to finish. I'd rather just get fouled. He's going in, I'm going to finish. And if you hit me, it should be an and one. Right. I, I it agree. should be an and one. But like that's all, how I look at but, it. But but he and it is and it's possible. It's just basically his, his you know, he's such a great athlete, the, the athleticism that he has. He misses the contact. They try, I think they they try to get him, but he misses. Ah, he gets some contact, bro, and they just don't call it. I think I think yeah. what you say. I think you're both saying the same thing. You're both right, and the result is we're just getting screwed. And Zach's frustrated. So I think his his complaining you're seeing is I think it's just frustration, not just at that call, just the overall frustration and stuff. Like, damn it, I'm coming to the cup. I'm supposed to be coming to the cup. I come to the cup. I'm creating contact. I need to get a call. And God damn, I'm not even getting the call. You know, it's that kind of frustration mm-hmm. over time plus the physical infirmities or injuries that he's been dealing with. And then I think like what you said, smoke is like, yeah, he's coming to the cup. Cause you see he'll, he'll, he'll forearm his way in there a little bit, like push a guy off and he's trying to finish. And so he's not, you know, maybe the ball's not going in a lot of times. So he, so he wants to call like if the ball went in, maybe he's not as frustrated, but if the ball's not going in he knows he's used to finishing strongly, but again, that's a healthy Zach finishes strongly to the cup more, more or finishes better around the basket. So he's not finishing better around the basket. He's injured. The team is losing. He's going to the cup and all this. And I still can't get a goddamn call. <laughs> I think that's what you're seeing coming out, but you're right. He and DeRozan are probably the most aggressive going to the basket, you know, Vooch, yeah, if it's, a, if it's a clear lane, he may go. But there are times it's like, dude, you need to play like a big man. And when your big man doesn't play like a big man, and when he gets pushed around or when he can't quite corral a rebound or he goes to the ground or he's fumbling at the ground trying to get the ball, somebody digs it out for him, that sets a tone, man. When you're a big man, when you, like if, if Shaq were soft, the Lakers would never want anything. Or Shaq wasn't as Shaq-like. They wouldn't if Moses Malone wasn't as Moses Malone, if Carl Malone, you know what I'm saying? These are guys with certain physicality that 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 aura of physicality and what it brings your teammates can latch on to. And when you don't have that, when it's not coming from your biggest person, 
that shit permeates your team and the other people sniff blood. And that's what we, that's, we just, we're, we're chumming the water right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I see. And I, I, our perimeter defense is God awful. It's, it's God awful off the pick and roll guys are coming off the pick and roll going straight downhill. Yeah. And like boo to try to step up, but then the man he's guarding, either going to get the lob or the drop pass or, or Vooch stays on his man, give up. Like, so even with Vooch being soft, cause he's soft. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's getting picked on like, and it's, yeah. but it, it comes down to the fact that our guards can't stay in front of anybody. It can't stay in front of anybody, you know, and it's, it's tough. You know, I know like watching the game yesterday, to me, I mean, Bobby, like you said, Bobby had a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. I feel like Giannis did Giannis things. He he didn't have his greatest game offensively, but he he did Giannis things. I mean, he going to do what he do. What, he had 17 rebounds there? 17 boards last night. Yeah, you know, but like, I felt like to <laughs> I felt like Pat Will, that was kind of unfair for him. Like you can in. see he's you can see he started, he got tired quick yesterday. Yeah. Versus against Toronto. He got tired fast because the pre the, he had to guard Bobby and he was guarding Giannis, you know, and like and so like you know that's that's hard for him to come back after missing all that time and have to guard those guys. Uh but we we just we lack toughness, we lack personality i always i always talk i always say that tristan is our most he's the personality and he <laughs> just got he person. just got here that's the only person that's gonna ruffle some feathers i mean the rosen and 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 uh booch they gotta be on the verge of next tech is a suspension i mean i feel like they get teed up every game but damn use that frustration to shit oh. elbow somebody get an offensive file where you running a motherfucker over or something like like, don't continuously get texts where you you yelling at the referees. How about you get physical on the court? Like, that's what I want to see, man. I, I just really feel that that's, that was my issue in the beginning. That's why I said we won't beat Miami, we won't beat Philly, and we won't beat Milwaukee because they're too physical. Yep. They're too physical. We can't match it. And now the teams that weren't physical before that, when they play the Bulls, they know the style of play they need to play to beat us. Yep. And, and that's why we're struggling. We, we, I mean, even the games we're winning, I mean, we play, we play very well versus Toronto. Well, the second half, that third quarter Zach had sent us, sent us up, but we've struggled versus even not the greatest of teams. I mean, the way Sacramento attacked it, attacked us yep, with Davion uh, uh, Mitchell, attacking our guards on defense and then on the offensive end, he attacking them, you know, it's, you know, it, 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 the word is out, you know, and, and we got it, we got to figure something out, man. I mean, Hey, some, some gotta, some gotta give if they want, if they want to at least not be embarrassed, come playoff times at, at the very least. I mean, I don't, if we, if we stay in a position we're in, Boston is playing the best in the yeah, in the NBA right now. 
not just the East. They're playing the best in the NBA right now. Do we think uh, we can get a game versus them if we face them in the first round? Uh, even, even worse, right now, as it sits right now, the Bulls are in the five spot. They would play the number four team. Guess who? Boston. Oh, so they jumped Philly. Uh, no, they jumped Philly. Philly. They jumped oh, Philly. Philly? Oh, oh. <laughs> but you know what? I'd rather see Philly than Boston right now. Why? You because I'll take my ch- I'll take my chances. I'll take my chances. You have zero chances. We'll play- I'll I'll take my chances with playoff hard. I will. <laughs> I will take my chances. But he's a beast in the first round. It's playoff hard when it gets to like the conference finals or semifinals. That's hey. when he's show up. Yeah, that's true. But I, I'll I'll make him beat us. I'll triple team uh, Embiid. Go ahead, hard. Let's see you go crazy. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, looks like my fifty game prediction is not going to come true here. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's. that's gone. Don't think that's happening. Uh, well, hat tell you what, I don't know forty seven going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but they need. I tell you what, if they got a chance to get forty six, they need to win these next four games. That's their best chance to get above forty five. Let's see. They got uh, they got New Pelicans Orleans tomorrow. Cleveland, New York, Washington. That's their best chance down the stretch. And, Those are the the next four. Get some momentum, you know what I mean, and get some confidence because they're losing confidence now too, man. It's just it's like a sinking ship. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, what responsibility does does Billy Donovan bear in all of this? Great question. The fact the fact that. I mean, what are they? 0 and 16 against uh, the top three teams in each uh, conference. Uh, he's not blameless, mm-hmm. but he can't make them. You, you are who you are. You can probably you can get stuff out of people, but it's got to be in there to some degree, and they have to be willing to want to extend themselves. And I think here's the thing: the, the Bulls play hard, so I, I don't think they, they. Aside from last night's game with Grayson, like you said, let him go through. Somebody should have took a couple of shots at him, but they play hard, and and they're in a lot of games, and they don't give up. And so, you know, most of the year they played that way. That's why we've had some so many wins, you know, buzzer beating type kind of wins, or or come back from behind, you know, in the last six minute type of victories this year. So they play hard. So I think that, you know, they're not tuning the coach out, you know, and everybody seems to get along. So it's, it's not a, a chemistry issue. It's a toughness issue. And some of that has been, and I know it sounds like an excuse and maybe it is some of that's just been the, the inconsistency of the roster. It's really mm-hmm. hard to maintain that. Cause once you got, cause there were times where the bulls, you could see it. Okay, here we go. We're about to take off. Injury, injury, injury. All right, watch take off. Injury, COVID, 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 injury. And okay, all right, we're back now. We're getting to go and boom, injury and injury. And those last two were Ball and Caruso. And it's like, we won't see you guys for a while. And when you come back, you know, they're not, they're still not going to be where they were. And Ball hasn't come back yet. So we got Pat Will back, but you know, dude, you'd have missed the whole season basically. So it, it's tough to, Get that now that you know, and the thing is, how much juggling, and we don't always see it, but how much juggling and, and back and forth and trying to figure things out with the roster and with the ways to attack and to try and 
cover up for things that Vooch doesn't bring, different liabilities that other players might have. Plus, you got to – I mean, think of how much we've depended upon the rookie this year. And he's just starting to lose mm-hmm. steam because, you know, he's hitting that wall. So, I, I guess I didn't answer your question how much of it's on him. I, I'd say anywhere from 10 to 25%, but I don't know where that is. And I think that that vacillates depending upon who we're playing – and if it's a back-to-back and how healthy is, is, is Levine and how healthy is this cat? You know what I mean? It's been, it's been like trying to grasp mercury. You try to grasp mercury, it slips through your fingers. And that's what this season's starting to feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of agree a lot with that. I, one thing I thought about the other day is the fact that we, I think what's caught up to us is the fact that we've had a, backups that has played the starting roles for a long time this season that's not that's not sustainable in my opinion it's just not sustainable to ags io and javante green to continue to (laughs) but it's it's just not sustainable and you know and like no disrespect to them because they They've done the best that they can do, but it comes to a point where like, okay, they're backups for a reason, you know, like the offense, the offense has become, it it has always been, especially since ball went out, it's been very ISO, a lot of ISO, you know, and like, it, it just made me think about last year, what I always said. We need a point guard, point guard. And like Caruso is not that type of point guard. No. He's he's a defensive point guard. So like, you know, and like that's truly to me what we're missing. Like, and we don't have shooting. We don't have, we don't have the knockdown shooter that you cannot leave open. We don't have it, you know, like. If we had, if we just had one on this team right now, I think we'll win. I think we'll have 45 to 46 wins right now. Yeah. If we just had one, just one true shoot, because at that point, you cannot collapse on DeRozan mm-hmm. and Levine like they continue to do now. Like, because you have that one guy. Like Lonzo, when he was there, he was streaky. He He was doing good, but he still, to me, wasn't. Wasn't he at uh, over forty percent uh, from three? Yeah, but he, but he ain't a but he ain't a Duncan Robinson. Yeah, he's not a volume. he ain't a Duncan Robinson. He ain't a Kyle Corver. He ain't he ain't he ain't a guy that you you keep bullseye leaving him open. Like you would take your chance with Lonzo, and he might heat up on you. Then you make the adjustment, but you're gonna come into the game with your mind on it, knowing I can't leave Duncan Robinson. I can't leave Evan Fournier. You know, stuff like that, you know, so that's 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 key. You know, DeRozan is starting to have to work extremely hard for for buckets, and that efficiency is no longer there. Yeah, <laughs> he he is not efficient at all, like no more, you know, so and that hurts. Yeah, you know, you make that's a great point, and and I, you know, and I agree that I've been even going into the season, I'm like they don't have that that sharpshooter they don't have that, that dead eye 
but what they have had and have on the roster, but just not healthy. What they have is a lot of guys that can shoot threes, mm-hmm. but and which helped DeRozan. Well, you've got Ball, you got Cruz, but none of them are like knockdown three point shooters. But you got a lot of them, so you kind of have to respect. Like even Vooch, you know, he can yeah. street. Against Toronto, he was three for four. Mm-hmm. He started out three for three yesterday. Right. So it's like, you know, you, you they're guys that can shoot the three, hit the three, but they're not a Curry, you know, mm-hmm. even back to the dad, you know, like when the Bulls were winning championships, when you had Paxson and Kerr, uh, not at the same time, but you had Paxson, Curry, you had Trent Tucker, you had Hodges. The Bulls had, usually had two. Actually, they, they did. Uh, they had one year together. Did they have one year? Yeah, but not, not championship-wise, though. No, no, it was 94. We don't speak of that year. Um, but, <laughs> but, but they, you know what I'm saying, the Bulls had, they, you know, that was a, a part of their recipe. That was a record on that team to have a player that can, can that you, you just had to. Like, I mean, think about it. When the fans, just think about it as a fan, when, when you're watching the Bulls and you see Kirk, you're like, you know, kaboom, if you listen to the radio or, you know, mm-hmm. Steve, kaboom. Right, everybody's like, oh, you know, everyone's breath because they know it's like, dude, he about to hit that. Even the other mm-hmm. teams, like, other teams' heads, like, damn, why'd y'all leave that fool open? Yep. And even when we had with, with the Rose Squad, we had uh, what's what's the the, the Corver? He brought uh, yeah, Cal Corver. Smoke brought up Corver. Yeah, Corver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's like, man, dude, you can't leave that guy open. So it it does make a difference, and yet, uh, like what uh, B said, it, it's making a difference with the roles and his efficiency, and even Zach too. These guys are working extra hard to have to try and get these baskets, and and the crazy thing is the shots are there. We're just not mm-hmm. making them. Like we're Bruce, not making them. No, Bruce will be we're not open. making them. Bruce will be open and missing yeah. them. It's just like you know, Javante's even taking them. It's just like you got a little good to him at one point, mm-hmm. but you know, just, and 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 even Jones can hit them. Like we got guys that can hit them, but you can't depend on them. And yeah. that's kind of like the bull season right now. We can't depend on, on them making the playoffs right now. This play-in game yeah. is looking more and more like a reality. You know, it was just kind of scary. So, but 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 if they can win these next four, at least three out of the next four, and build some momentum, who knows? Yeah. Some things can work in their favor. Uh, they better because after that, they uh, they hit some Confidence. pretty good teams with uh, the Clippers, uh, the Heat. Milwaukee, again, Milwaukee right? Boston, Charlotte, and then close, close with Minnesota. Oh, playoff teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that'll be a good luck. Uh, one last thing with the Bulls. Uh, Lonzo Ball, they're saying, I guess he's not uh, responding to treatment uh, on his knee. Should he just be shut down for the rest of yes. the year? Yes. Yeah. Don't even, don't even play with it? Don't even play with yeah. it. Meniscus and uh, you know we saw it took D Rose a while to recover from that, and the only guy I can think of that came back from meniscus because I think he just doesn't care about anything is Russell Westbrook. Like he had his meniscus thing, came back I think in the same season and was still balling. But that dude's just he's got a different kind of mindset. Um, mm-hmm. But then ball, yeah, man, just it's not worth it, bro. It's, I mean, it's, it's not. You were talking, we just got you. <laughs> yeah, okay. we need you to last. And if lasting means me to shut you down now for later, then let's do that. As at this point, you know, I'm I'm willing to shut Zach down like one out of every three games. Really? Yeah, dude. 
Okay, seriously, are we going past the first round if we make the playoffs? No. This guy wants a big time contract, right? Yes. We want him to have that big time contract. We like Zach. Everybody likes Zach. There's there's no problem. There's nothing zero wrong with Zach. We we feel good about Zach and what he offers. And he's just starting to hit his stride. He's only like what 26, 27 years old. He's just starting to reach that superstar. To, you know, he's reaching towards being a superstar. He's a star, but he's reaching towards being a superstar. He ain't gonna be that if his legs ain't right. And if his knee, because a lot of his game, and granted, he's a skilled as as all get out, but what sets him apart, his his quickness and his athleticism is above everybody. He's an elite athlete. And he becomes just another athlete if he doesn't remain or retain what makes him special. And his 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 bounce is that you know his his quickness, his explosiveness. Those are the things that make him special. And you need to have your knees and your lower body for that to yeah. work. To me, it's not worth it. I shut him down one every three games. I really would. Hmm, that's a, that seems like a lot. I don't know. I do. maybe I understand back to backs. But what you have here, you're talking about a guy who had already had a knee injury, already had a severe knee injury. And this knee, this knee, this issue, this bulky knee has been affecting his back. So we're talking knee and back. I don't, I don't need to have that be a chronic situation going forward. I'm talking about trying to invest, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in this cat. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then if this year doesn't mean anything, then you might as well. Shut it down. Doesn't mean anything. There's still meaning within it. You mean you you're getting in it, even if it's the play in. You're getting in. Yes. The postseason, whether you play Zach, the rest of the ten, or sit him like GM say, once every three games, you're getting in. So it's it's not it's not the end of the world, mm-hmm. you know. But you're also trying to protect your future as well you know so i mean i understand it i mean gotta be realistic it's time to make tough decisions do you really expect this team if you're you know ak you know do you really expect this team to make a run in the playoffs like like you have to be realistic with yourself as the gm as the president you have to be realistic and you don't so at that point hey year one you did a good job of building a competitive team. We taken a step. We took a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now, what ha- what needs to happen from here? What moves do we need to make? Do we need who could we move that's currently on a roster to bring in somebody to make us better? Zach, is he a part of our future? Which I think they're going to probably say yes. Has to be. You know, they don't have. They don't have a. They don't have a choice. Exactly. So you have to protect it. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you can't, you can't just say, no, we going all in and, and realistically <laughs> we don't have a chance, you know, like, so I, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. You know, if, if somehow you do make that decision and you go into the play in, I'm confident in the bulls in the play in versus any of those teams. I mean, yeah, they've been. Yeah, the teams. Uh, I mean, the, I mean, the teams under six. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they yeah, don't have a problem with. Long as not the next. Not the next. Everybody else, but, they 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 can't seem to beat. But whether it's Miami, 
Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. They 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 can't they can't seem to beat the well. Brooklyn healthy. They can't seem to seem to, to get past those guys. But see that that's the thing too. It's like if you sit them one out every three games, and you do when you're play in game, you're in the playoffs. I still want Zach in the playoffs. That's the other reason. It's like it's like I'm looking. Yeah. If you make it, I want him to be as healthy as he can be. Yeah. So play you know games, and maybe at that point we're we're minute watching or we're evaluating him on the court. But if you try to play him ten games left, you try to play him eight of them. I don't know what kind of Zach's going to be left you know going into the playoffs i really don't and and then you talk about a core element to your future as far as how you're going to you know structure this franchise going forward and so yeah i think you need to really consider protecting that asset bulls are in new orleans if you can get a plane ticket down there plenty of seats available <laughs> guess how much you can get a ticket for right now uh 15 lower no, I was being silly when I said fifteen. <laughs> no, twelve fifty, nine dollars. Really, for Dude. a Bulls game for a Bulls Bulls uh, Pelicans in New Orleans. Oh, in New Orleans. In New Orleans, <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, New Orleans is nice. Hey, Crawford. Yeah, hey, it's just, it's to... Oh, I, it, don't. Hey, I went to school in Louisiana. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I. I Hey, my New Orleans people know how much I love them. I had some good nights in New Orleans. So, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there for the people. If you can get down there, it's cheap. Hey, let's <laughs> move on to uh, to some football. It is the, the, the business part of the NFL schedule, free agency. And, uh, man, I don't know. Has there been this much movement of – of top tier talent, top tier talent. No, yeah, I can't. I, think I, of I, I can't think of a time that's been like this. <laughs> Never. This is crazy. <laughs> Never. Uh, today, I get up and and uh, Tyreek Hill is traded from the Chiefs to the Dolphins for five draft picks. They get the one. What was it? The one. The two, one, two. A three. One first round, second round, third. I'm sorry, first, second, and fourth. For this I year. think they get the first next year. And from, first, and, no, no, from some, from another team. Oh, uh, maybe from another team. But as far as the Tyreek Hill deal goes, they get a first, a second, and a fourth, and they get a fourth and a sixth for twenty twenty three. Oh, okay, man, that's a Herschel Walker type deal there, man. Uh, uh yeah, but the Dolphins, you know, they have. Oh some... no, you know it's closer. No, uh, Ricky Williams. Maybe. I mean, they just gave around a whole draft. They gave the whole draft away for Ricky Williams. Well, that's what the Dolphins just, they gave them their top no. three picks. No, top well, one, two. two you said one, two, three. No, no, no. One, two, and four. I, I said one, two, and four. Oh, I one, two, and four. Okay, one, okay. Two, four. Yeah, Still, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of capital. Well, yeah. And then turned around and gave them a, a what was it, a four-year <laughs> $120 million contract. That's you look at the Dolphins, they still have five picks this year. They got a third, a fourth, a fifth, and two seventh round picks. But they've done so much in free agency that they've kind of compensated for their not having the quote unquote draft capital they just gave away. 
I mean, they, they've been a monster in free agency, dude. So, I mean, they're, you look at their squad, it's like, man, like, who are you guys? Like, damn, like, your team is looking pretty on paper, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it doesn't mean it's, 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 it's going to work. Right, because, I mean, but look at the speed, man. Oh, my God, the speed of receiver. <laughs> it's got super ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, come on, bro. You're talking, you got Waddle and Devontae Parker. Can Tua get the ball to them? Right. That's, that's, the, that's the question. That's the question. Uh, I, but you know what? You can throw it sideways to Hill. He can still go far with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have, he doesn't have to run 60 yards downfield in order to, uh, to make a play. He can, he can get it done, get him the ball two yards uh, in open, in open space. And, He'll take it the distance. Now, here's my question, and I, I guess they're okay. They're talking about the Dolphins. I know we're going to talk about the teams I've seen and the Bears, of course. But the Dolphins picked up Teron Armstead from the Saints. He's New Orleans. Orleans. Mm-hmm. Right, he's a free agent. But he's a left tackle. Two is a left-handed quarterback. That's not two is a blind side. So I guess they feel good with the young guy they had who was a rookie, I think, last year, or maybe he's a second-year guy and, and Hunt. He's got a good size, a right tackle. But – I don't know. Do you? I guess I won't say you just flip them because you know it's not uh, a video. You just flip them. I mean, Teron's and you're an offensive lineman. Usually, if you're well, I would know. say it depends on. And this is gonna sound crazy. What his dominant his dominant hand is? No, no, that makes a lot of sense. Well, Armstead's dominant hand is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he's been if yeah, if so long. Though, I understand that he's been playing with his left foot back for for the longest time, and he's probably tried his best to make that his power foot but if he's right-handed and you move him to the you can move to the right side i don't think it'll be that big of a deal the opposite and i've done it <laughs> that's tougher okay. moving from the right side to the left side that's uh, and, and you're and you're you're right dominant that's that's tougher um but man i mean man you need tackle. You need you need good tackles on both sides. So even if he stays on the left side, I you yeah, know. that's true. Hey. Dude, man, dude, because here you 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 think about it like this. It's probably easier for a pass a, a dominant pass rusher coming from the right side than it is the than, than the left side. The defensive left side or defensive yeah. right? Yeah, left ends. Your 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 most dominant pass rusher usually comes from the right side, right? Except for Mac, right? And a few other people. I think Bosa's usually on that. Bosa side. comes from the left side, yeah. But now he switched over because Mac's there now, though. Yeah. So on that side too. I don't think that's a bad. I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay. Yeah, but I. Yeah, but the Dolphins. I. You know what? I would give up what they gave up to get a town like Tariq and he's still, I think he's just 28. So he's still young enough, you know, to definitely for that contract, he'll just be in his right there. I mean, look, by the time he's 32, he'll be slow enough that he's still faster than like two thirds of the league, <laughs> you know, three fourths of the league. So, um, but you said two are getting the ball to him, but man, dude, you, you got Hill and Waddle. Ooh, that is some speed, bro. And they got Chase Edmonds. So you got some speed off the backfield too. Um, it's too, it, it is an. I think I was talking to you earlier. Is like it's just an arms race. The AFC is the arms, arms, mm-hmm. the arms race, yeah. arms race football conference because it has gotten it because everyone's focused on the quarterbacks, which I understand it. We should, and it, it is significant. 
you know, people are forgetting about all the talent drain. I mean, Chandler, but pass rushers. Dude, look at the pass rushers that are in the AFC now. Von Miller goes back to the AFC, and he's on the Bills. Like the Bills needed more help, which I guess they did. Chandler Jones leaves Arizona, just goes next door to, to Nevada, and he's with the <laughs> Vegas uh, Raiders now. And, and 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 he's matched up with Crosby on the side, so you get two edge rushers there. And we saw what the Bengals did with two edge rushers when they had a free agent pickup with Hendrickson last year along with their player, Hubbard. So they got Henderson and Hubbard. But you look at um, the Chargers you mentioned. They got Khalil Mack and Mack and Bosa. I mean, dude, it is ridiculous. And the, the Chiefs, I look, I, I get it. It's hey, like, wait, 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 wait. You ain't mentioned Denver. Oh, Denver with Chubb and they yeah, got Randy Gregory. Randy Gregor. Right, <laughs> Gregory. So, dude, it, that, dude, that is mad. That's just in one division. <laughs> yeah, that that division is going right. to be ridiculous, man. And think about the, the quarterbacks that have got like you got Matt Ryan's with the Colts now, right. we, with with Denver. Denver, dude. Look, okay, hold on. I, I'm Wait, laughing. So you so you go you went defensive, then you went quarterbacks, and then you got to it's still others. It's still right. others, right? Still <laughs> others. Like like these receivers bouncing around. You know, it's like it. And it's not over. <laughs> this phrase is still, you know, still viable. You still got other guys out there. You still got some really top talent. You know, OBJ, uh, uh, Odell Beckham still out there. Yeah. You know, and like Julio Jones you know, out there. Right, and, and you, like you, like Beckham, you're like, okay, maybe he's not the guy that he was when he was the guy in New York, and he was that. But you saw what he was doing in the Super Bowl before he got injured. At mm-hmm. worst, did he did he tear his ACL? Him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but at worst, you could slot him into somebody's slot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, put, put him on the charges in the slot. Oh, now, now all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, you got Allen and uh, Michael Williams. Williams and then and, and, and Beckham in the slot. <laughs> Good luck with that. Dude, it, it is just, it is mind-blowing, and the draft hasn't even happened yet. And so, you know, you look at the, the, the NFC is – Look, I don't know if you remember or not, Smoke, as I'm sure you do. There was a period, like, from, like, the mid-'80s to, like, the late-'90s. It was all NFC. It was all NFC. And yeah, the, the, I remember that. the Super Bowl basically was an NFC championship game. That's yeah. really what the Super Bowl was. The mm-hmm. Super Bowl was unwatchable until Denver finally <laughs> broke it and, and beat the Packers. You know what I'm saying? It was just unwatchable. It's about to be like that now because the AFC has just gotten out of control and to david Clowney's still out there i mean the browns are trying to figure out how do we can how they can resign him he's, how over, we can some money he's overrated yeah as maybe as the guy but when he's you're overrated but when you're paired with someone like miles garrett you have to be the guy and now you're a lot more effective uh, i'm just saying dude it's 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 goofy so if you're the pittsburgh steelers are you kicking yourself <laughs> maybe not waiting to see if you can get Matt Ryan instead of Mitchell Trubisky? Because, you know, you're, you're trying to win because the Steelers are in kind of in a win-now mode to some degree with their defense, especially if you look at their defense. They're kind of got a smaller window. Their offense is a little bit wider because of the young talent, skill talent. But Mitchell Trubisky is your quarterback. Hold on. The reason why I said Matt Ryan is because the experience and you want somebody you know can complete passes – in this conference, <laughs> because he's he's not playing. Like Mitch was killing, he was killing Detroit, he was killing the Vikings. 
he, he's going to be facing the the Jackson. He, the, he the, killed the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, that one game. Yeah, it did. Dude, he he is going to be facing Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson Browns twice. The Super Bowl participant. Cleveland Bengals, who are young as hell and getting Cleveland back. Bengals. <laughs> Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals, excuse me. Uh, getting, getting back. Then you look at they've got to play the AFC West. We don't even need to talk about that with Mahomes, Herbert, Carr, and Wilson. But then you go over to the East, which is like, yeah, well, the East is not that good. Well, all contraire, mon frere. You've got Buffalo with Allen. Tua's gotten more help now. So Tagovailoa's got more help at receiver and in the offensive line. And Mac Jones had a pretty good rookie year, and he's got arguably the best coach in football, so he's not going to be asked to do things he can't do. And they're probably going to get some more talent to help him out. And then the Jets, who was probably the worst team, had a top two pick last year, and you just got to figure out all that talent. At some point, they'll be maybe a little bit better. So you're hoping the Jets don't get better than you or stay touching that better, but stay, stay where they're at. And then you look at the South, you're like, well, hey, the South is easy. Oh, wait. The Colts just picked up Matt Ryan. That just changed things. So now you Tennessee going to still be relevant, I believe. Yeah, Tennessee will still be relevant because of, you know, Henry, but Henry mm-hmm. makes Tannehill better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Lawrence, you got to imagine they got rid of that 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 scumbag, that that drain on human, you know, humanity in in Urban Meyer. They got rid of him. So just they uh, they they're, they're by uh, was it how they say it? Uh, an upgrade by losing addition by subtraction. Subtraction. Thank you. So addition by subtraction, and, and they got a coach who won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. <laughs> so he's going to be there to develop, and he developed. He was developing Carson Wentz before he tore his knee. Carson Wentz was going to be MVP that year. So now, and they they're spending money crazy too, dude. It, it Houston has a whole bunch of draft picks. They might be better. So the worst teams in the AFC are the Jets in Houston. And the Pittsburgh can't play them twice a year. Yeah. Dude. I, but the, they say. Maybe Mitch figured it out, man. I don't know. I, Pittsburgh ain't really sold on <laughs> Mitch. Because they saying if, if the Browns get frisky and release Baker. They might pick him up. They they picking him up. <laughs> That's so they, <laughs> well, that's what's going to happen. No one's going to trade for, for Baker Mayfield at this point. Yeah, that was it it no stupid. way. I'm I'm not giving you anything for him. Release <laughs> because him. Because who, who needs, it's in all seriousness, who's looking for a starter at this point? Seattle. Seattle. Yep. And and I'm sure they, I, they're saying, why, why trade? But I'm not, but well, I'm not trading. No, I'm not trading. But, you know, the head coach is, is not young. So he might be ready to win sooner than later. Um, so and, maybe. and where's he gonna? Where's Baker gonna go on the open market? You know, he's gonna want to start somewhere. He's, he's gonna do Tannehill, he's gonna have to be like Tannehill. I heard somebody else say it earlier, and I was like, Yeah, I agree with you. He's gonna have to do the Tannehill route or the Marcus Mariota route, mm-hmm. be a backup until somebody, somebody made a great point today. Uh, I think it was Dan Orlowski said, Man, go to Tampa. Go to Tampa, understudy the time. Play under Brady. You understudy. You uh, understudy the time. Like it's not, not an awful idea. Is any ego? It's he, not a ter- It's not a terrible idea. Like, you know what? It was. That's what Steve Young did. I don't think he did it voluntarily, but 
think they traded for him too. How did he, yeah, the the Forty Niners traded traded for him from Tampa. So yeah, uh, I mean, why not? That makes a lot of sense too. Because if there's any ego that Baker Mayfield can sit behind and shut the fuck up mm-hmm. in the meeting, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be and humble them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Dude, it's funny you say that. Those words, humble them. I remember when Oklahoma. This is when Baker was Oklahoma, and they were playing Georgia, and they thought they had the game won, and Georgia mm-hmm. came back and won the game. And at the end of the game. One of the defensive players, I can't remember who it was, said, you need to humble yourself, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I said, I was in a Rose Bowl. Yeah. I was like, truth. And sure enough, dude, he still hasn't learned that lesson, man. Like, yeah. You need a little a dose of humility and, you know, getting smacked, you know, on top of your head and getting kicked out on your ass is probably something that's going to humble them. I mean, it's going to be like those Browns, those commercials, whoever he was doing it for, he can't get back into the gates when he gets yeah. locked out. <laughs> the progressive. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it got real got aggressive. Oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> so, hey, let's stick sticking with the Browns though. Uh, they went out and made the trade for uh, Deshaun Watson to bring him in and made him the richest player in NFL history. Uh, was it five years, two hundred thirty million, all guaranteed? Only guaranteed. What What do you guys think about that? It, that's. <sighs> My my thing is too long. I'll let Smoke go because y'all. Well, so uh, my thing is number one, that's very risky. Mm -hmm. Very risky. Now, I am a huge Deshaun Watson fan. I believe in his talent. But one, you are. You're coming off a full year of not playing football. A full year. So to give him all that, and he hasn't come back to prove himself yet. Last time we saw Deshaun Watson, and I'm taking this from Nick Wright. So I'm going to go back before the last full season he played. I'm going to go back to the last playoff game he played. The last playoff game, that that was the season before the last season he played. (laughs) He was winning 24 nothing. Right. On the Chiefs, was it? Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah. yeah. And was shut out in the second half. Since since then, he won four games. Now I understand the roster was completely. That was a. Remember, they came. They came to Soldier Field. I completely understand. They came to Soldier Field, and I felt I felt bad for the kid. I completely understand. Now, then, you miss a full year after that. Okay. And he's going to probably get suspension this season. Yeah, maybe. It's it's a big risk. It's a big it's a big risk. But guess what? I would I would do it. Just just saying, <laughs> I would do it. You said I give him <laughs> so so what, you, you would you would give him you would give him the two thirty. Guaranteed. I probably would have gave him the two thirty and maybe yeah, Probably 150 would have been guaranteed. I probably wouldn't. Have, I probably wouldn't have gave him the full 230 guarantee. And then and then do the slick move and make the first year only make worth it, a yeah. million. Yeah, yeah. That was that was slick. That was slick. <laughs> that was slick. But but I mean, yeah. I'm. It's crazy. I, I'm interested to see what happens. I want to see what happens. I I want to see him thrive. Um. 
the talent is there in Cleveland. You got guys saying they want to come back now. Odell said he's open to coming back. <laughs> I'm sure the is. team, the team is willing to go back and get Landry. Od- Odell going anywhere, man. Uh, he go. He wouldn't have went back to Cleveland if Baker was still the yeah, guy. That's very. That's very true. <laughs> so you know, I mean, so I'm, it's interesting to see. Uh, I'm one. I've been watching the shows all week, and people talking about you know the Browns are kind of insensitive for you know doing this, and he still has all these civil cases out. He should be. He should. He shouldn't be able to play until the civil cases are settled. I want to be on the record to say I completely disagree with that because who are we to say a person shouldn't make a living fighting a case? And what if he end up innocent? But but who's to say how long this this stuff can go on? This can go on for years. Yeah, civil, civil. And we're, and, exact, and we're saying this guy shouldn't play until they're settled. It's 22 cases. Yeah. Like he can't make a living until until so what happens if he's innocent? He don't get that time back. Now you know, and he faced no criminal charges. I I, I still don't know how that stuff goes. You, you you don't face criminal charges, but you I, I just hate the legal system in America. Period. Uh, but like, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for him to be successful. I'm praying for him that, you know, he get through these situations, have it happen. I mean, if, if innocent, you know, he's, you know, it's good for him. If guilty, he needs to, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me go on. When, on. I got, I got to hear yeah. what you, you got to say. Yeah. This. Move on. Um, huh. A lot to unpack there. Um, Really good article if you guys get a chance to read it in the, in the Atlantic. Uh, I'm going to try the Athletic, the Atlantic. The Athletic, uh, Jason Lloyd wrote about it. Uh, it gives you a real good look at the, how things kind of went down. And from reading that, you find out that um, Watson's lawyer, um, Rusty Harden, had on his team three female attorneys who were responsible for vetting uh, Watson before they even took the case. Okay, so I guess three females, pretty obvious sexual allegations against women. So you find the women and go by, you know, their their acumen and how they assess Watson. And they went back to Georgia and they, they, do, they did whatever their due diligence was enough that Rusty Harden took the case. I guess that says a little something, but they're on Rusty Harden's team. And, you know, it's not all altruism. They're, they're trying to, you know, money. He's a rich athlete. So is it worth us? Does he have enough money? Blah, blah, blah. Can, can he pay the time? <laughs> you know, I'm being a little cynical there. So that was one step. And before the Browns went any further, and this is after the criminal criminal allegations, I think had been um, the had been dismissed by the grand jury. Um, the uh, the uh, Browns uh, spoke with those female lawyers and also another lawyer, uh, Letitia uh, Quinones. And from that, they felt comfortable enough to go speak with them. The reason why I say all that is because. When they flew to meet, and keep in mind, they flew to meet him, you know, okay? So he didn't come see them. They flew to meet him. Uh, the, the part of the team, they kept it small. Like the Saints brought like 10 people. The Browns only brought just a few, I think maybe half of that or just four people. They, it was Jimmy and D Haslam. And D Haslam is the wife. So that's important. 
Um, and uh, the head coach went Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski, and uh, the general manager went Andrew Barry. So those are the ones who went down there to make a pitch. They didn't have a big PowerPoint. They just went down there to talk. And the thing that bothers me a little bit is that only about a half hour of this two-hour or so meeting, only about a half hour was spent on the allegations. And this is kind of my sticking point, you know, because I've been the biggest Deshaun Watson fan, you know, going back to Clemson, arguing that I was so upset when the Bears did not take him, <laughs> especially when they moved up to two. I was like, oh, my God, they're actually going to take him. So and the fact that he's proven everything on the field that you said, uh, Smoke, you know, he, he three-time Pro Bowler, everything. I mean, even that even that last year he played, he still led the league in passing yards. You know what I'm saying? So to do, you know, he's he, he can do it on the field. There's no doubt about that. Although his one game in Cleveland, he threw for like 140 yards, you know, bad weather, and they lost that game mm-hmm. to the Browns. But, you know, I digress. Anyway, only a half hour was spent, and I'm thinking, like, is that all we're giving? <laughs> you know, to the situation and more time was spent talking football and he and Stefanski had a one-on-one and they really seemed to hit it off well. And that, that relationship that, that spawned during that, 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 that meeting, I went a long way, I think to Deshaun deciding to come back to Cleveland after he said no. Um, and the, the, the Falcons were pushing really hard. I thought he was going to go to the Falcons. You know, they pulled all yeah. the emotional strings. You know, you're a former ball boy here. You're from Georgia. Blase this, blase this, blase this. You play indoors. Yada, yada. AFC or the NFC South is weak. You can come in and dominate. But the thing that I think won out with the Browns and why Deshaun was open to coming back to the Browns, I think he reluctantly said no to the Browns, mainly just because it was a city he wasn't comfortable with and because of the inclement weather. But you look at the rosters for those four teams that were uh, the finalists, and there were five teams that he gave, he being Watson gave for, for uh, his no-trade clause to be rescinded. The one team was in the division, so the, the Houston said no to that. So the four teams, Saints, uh, Falcons, Panthers, and the Browns. So those three teams are in the same division. Uh, the Browns was the only cold-weather team. But the roster for the Browns by far, and this is why Baker Mayfield's stock really dropped because, like, dude, you had everything. You had two running backs. You had three wide receivers. You had two to three tight ends. You had a good offensive line. You had a great young defense. How did, you know, you want to play? How did you get worse? How, how did you not become better after making it, you know, that one step against the play, against the Pittsburgh, against Pittsburgh in the playoffs? So Watson was looking at that. And of all those teams, he can win now – when now and for the foreseeable future, because those guys are young. Most of the guys on the defense are like 26 or younger. You look at that offense, it's pretty young. And offensive players, you know, as we can tell, you know, these receivers seem to keep coming in every single year. So all those things appealed to Watson, but I think overall his connection with Stefanski had a lot to do with it. And he liked how, then you read the article, you see how he liked how the interaction was even between the people who were there, like the owners and stuff. And even in the Mrs. Haslam, uh, how she spoke with him about the things he's going to have to do in the community, you know, that the things that he's going to have to do to probably, you know, obviously kind of clear his image up and the things he's done. But I have a problem with the fact that everything is focusing so much on football. What message are we? I don't know about the NFL because NFL don't care about anything but it's money. But mm-hmm. as we as fans, what message are we giving and sending when we're excited about the fact that he's signing for the Browns, but we're not, we don't, nothing's been concluded about what's happened. Now, yes, allegations are allegations. 
criminal charges has been dropped. So that leads some credence to maybe things weren't maybe on board or what they were said to be said. But 22 is a lot. So you, yeah. you were doing something. And to your questions, yeah. you're like, if the criminals drop, I don't understand why the civil, you know, how, how you know, this is even still a deal. Because a lot of times with civil with criminals, like, okay, we don't think a crime was committed, but your activity still had an effect. And something from that effect is what the money's going to help try to repair, you know. Uh, so it's intentions and 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 kind of like impact. Maybe your intention. Yeah. We we can't take you for your intention, but the impact from what you did, civilly speaking, this is where the money's going to kind of you know kind of help in that recompense. So, um, and I, like I said, big Deshaun Watson's fan, but I'm I'm like this now. I'm squeamish. I got, and it's not just because I have, you know, my wife and four daughters, but that does add to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, okay, dude, what if my daughter is one of those people? You know, nah, like, you know, yeah. what if someone someone's daughter are those individuals? You know, nice. um, and in the NFL, and this is where the NFL, where I'm like, you know, after the NFL, it's like, okay, so it this is cool, but Colin Kaepernick's out here begging for a job. And he didn't do a damn thing wrong. Didn't do shit wrong. What he did wrong was was put the mirror up to your hypocrisy. That's what he did wrong. He had the audacity to call you for your shit in the in the in the world for its ignorance and its its, its uh, you know its blind you know ignorance and purposefully blind ignorance about what's going on. And and now you want to monetize that two years later in the Super Bowl? Fuck y'all. You seriously? You know, in racism on the back of the helmets. You got stuff in the end zone. Let's let's play the, the black national anthem and let's have the Super Bowl. We're gonna we're gonna have you know blah blah blah. But dude still can't get a job because what you worry about your bottom line because what the fans but, but the here's the thing the, and the fans the fans don't want to see Colin Kaepernick because he reminds them of their own fragility. It's bullshit, man. But I I, I ask this though when it comes to that because you said the NFL. When it comes to Colin Kaepernick, it's the owners. Oh, because owners. they because because they, because Goodell can't make nobody put that I, man I, on I, their table. I didn't say the, I didn't say Goodell. I said the NFL and the NFL are the yeah. owners. They're the owners, yeah. So I, I I did not say Goodell. No, but he's so do you? Well, I, and I guess and when I Goodell say works that for the is, owners because, like you said, with the Black National Anthem and stuff, you think that's going through the owners as well to do that type of stuff or yeah because it's like we, we do this the noise dies down they can't say okay. you're racist if look man it's worse to be called a racist to them than than with actually addressing the shit that's racist that they do you know it, you think it, they care to be called i think they don't give a damn honestly i no <laughs> they, they care they care i think them owners don't care and no, no, and no. in the public life they do image wise and yeah. it, it affects the money and the bottom and the shit yeah. Yeah, it, it does because you know your league is is seventy plus percent black. If the players don't want to play, your league is bullshit. And if that if you keep pushing that note that we don't care, and it's the inmates running the asylum, like the you know the deceased Houston Texan owner once said, and that stuff starts to permeate, at some point it should have been permeating. And, and that's my thing, Smoke. I think you're right. In private, they don't care. Right. But they, but they like to to Glenn's point. They care about their their image. Like I, I feel like that should have been permeated with these players. I feel like these players are not going to step up and sacrifice losing money 
Like, that's why I think the owners don't care because they know the money will talk to these players. Yeah. And, and I, that's, 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 I think that's the way I look at it I, more I so. I, I kind of understand what y'all are saying, that they do care about their public image. Like, they don't want to be just out here and people saying, oh, you openly racist and they, like, don't give a damn. Like, but, like, I feel like they, they show that they care. They know their money will keep these guys playing. And that's, and that's, that's what frustrates me a lot. Yes. But there have been times in the past, you know, especially during the civil rights era, where the players had some solidarity, you know, and one of those times came around when I think when it was an all-star game or a pro, pro bowl game type thing in New Orleans. And this is before the Saints had their franchise and the black players going to New Orleans couldn't, you know, couldn't eat in the restaurants, couldn't, you know, you know how that deal went. And the players were like, well, we're not going to play. And they got it to a point to the NFL said, well, we're not going, we're not going to play. And you probably won't get this franchise in New Orleans if you don't acquiesce. I think it was going to be at the cotton not the, or uh, somewhere in New Orleans. I, either the, the dome had been built yet. Like I said, this is like, like in, the, in the late sixties. Right. So it, stadium or something. Yeah. Probably too late. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so these things, you know, it has happened before. And that's when the players didn't have the economic backing or economic uh, uh, wherewithal that they have now. And don't forget, you know, the XFL is about to happen. There, there have been other leagues that have happened. USFL is coming back. Um, you know, who's to say? And with, with in the TV rights aren't what they used to be. You know, you get your stuff streaming now. You know, it, all it takes is for a few people with the right idea and a right plan. And they can change some things. They can be revolutionary in a lot of ways. You see what's happening to HBCU now. They're getting into the game a little bit more so. They've been not X'd out for so long because they didn't have the financial wherewithal to compete with the, you know, all the big schools, so to speak. But now the playing fields, and they're not level, but they're starting to level down. So, and you look at Devontae Adams. I look at Devontae Adams saying F you to the Green Bay Packers as a sign to say, you know what? Because the money wasn't that much different. It's like, nah, it's about more than the money. And yeah, he's still getting paid. He's going to the Raiders. But my point is, is that sometimes people think they know you and they think that, you know, you're going to do what we think you should do because, you know, we think you should do that. And you can say no. You can say no to that. You've seen that with the, with the quarterbacks, with Russell Wilson. These guys are, are having, even, even Deshaun Watson and how we started this conversation had leverage. It is a dude. He had 22 allegations. His no trade clause gave him leverage. So if you can leverage this, you can leverage that. If you can leverage that, you can leverage something else. So I'll never say never, but these NFL owners, you know, Rome fell because of what happened inside. It wasn't, it wasn't because of the external stuff that, that when Rome fell down. And usually any empire, it, it crumbles from within. And the NFL is showing a lot of cracks, dude. They use some, some really good Gorilla Glue right now or some Super Glue to keep it together. <laughs> But there's a lot of, of cracks <laughs> in the NFL's infrastructure right now. And if they're not careful and, the, you know, and people's, you know, arrogance, overconfidence, you know, condescension, all those things, you just look at the Miami Dolphins owner. Those things, they're the ugliness. Look at how much ugliness has come out. Urban Meyer, Gruden, the Miami Dolphins owner. Come on, man. It, 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 it stinks. It stinks. It's starting to rot from within. If they're not careful it can crumble. The basketball is waiting to take the mantle, you know? Hey, you, you name 
I don't want to harp on this, but you named those three. And those three teams been making quite the moves this offseason. Just I said the super move, bro, it drives quick. Just saying, you know, you know, I seem like saying like the Bears, don't nobody want to come here. Oh, you know what? That's right. We're supposed to talk about we them. need to talk about them. <laughs> we forgot about the Bears. That's that a stuff. good good segue there. Good Thanks, segue. Bro. Uh, so let's let's just start with 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 what they've done so far in free agency. The Bears, um, their big free agent splash was Larry Ogunjobi, and <laughs> oops, <laughs> yeah, he failed his physical, so he didn't end up signing. So uh, let's just start there. What was your thought when you heard that? I mean, cool. Okay, you found the injury. You didn't sign a dude to a, a big money deal. You didn't, you know, you know, uh, get yourself all caught up, and you can't, you know, get out of something. And outside of other regimes here in Chicago that would do something like that, <laughs> that was an upside. I, ironically, however, I'll say this right quick. Ironically, the guy we got, Justin Jones, was on IR last year. <laughs> We had three sacks with five quarterback pressures. So did we just kind of just do the same thing in a, in a different kind of well, manner? With clearly, less clearly he he passed his physical now. He passed his physical. Yeah. Less money, huh? And it's less, yeah, it's less money, but he passed his physical. Okay. I thought it was, it was a, uh, for me, it showed competency in, in the new regime. You know, mm-hmm. been far too many times where we've gotten guys in. Chris Williams, Tevin, uh, yeah, Tevin Jenkins is another one, yeah. Where you find out too late that this dude's got some injury problems. Right. Um, so I thought I I thought it was a good. I didn't think it was. You know, a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's the same old Bears. Uh, you know, they messed up." No, Kevin White. I didn't. I didn't Kevin think White. that. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I was. And maybe I didn't see enough of the guy or nothing like that. So I didn't really know who he was. I'm going to just be honest. An- Anjinobi, how you say his name? Ogunjobi. Ogunjobi. Yeah. But I saw, oh, I follow a, a Bears guy on Twitter. And he, and when the Bears reportedly signed him, he posted a video of, what's our center name? Uh, Mustafa. Sam Mustafa. Mustafa. That's yeah. our center. Yeah, the new center or the uh, old? the bull the bear center from last season. Mustafa, yeah, Mustafa. Yeah. So he posted a video. He said, "Yeah, shout out to the Bears for signing a guy who was getting manhandled by easily the Bears' worst lineman." <laughs> and he was showing the video of Mustafa destroying this guy, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then. <laughs> And then next thing you know, he don't pass the physical. I'm like, well, look, that might have been a blessing to disguise. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, sometimes, sometimes you 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 got a guy's number. Which, by the get, way, you get the best of. I get it. Yeah, it was just funny to me. It was like, <laughs> I think Mustafa's back. By the way, I think he uh, he resigned the one year deal. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Glenn. You mentioned Justin Jones came right after the. Uh, Ogan Joby news happened. He signed right away. Right. Uh at uh defensive tackle. Uh Nicholas Morrow, linebacker from the Raiders, has signed. Yeah. Uh Al-Kadim Muhammad, uh defensive end from 
that was an indie with uh, Iberflus. Iberflus. Hey, uh, Lucas Patrick, guard from the Packers. Uh, Never trust a man with two first names. That's a, yeah, good point. Uh, Byron Pringle, wide receiver from the Chiefs. Never trust a guy that sounds like a chip man. I don't even know, man. I know, I know who this guy is. St. Brown from the Packers. I can't pronounce his last. I mean, his first name. So yes. I'm not even say it. Equinemius. 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 Okay. I just hate when people mispronounce my name, so I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to try try to do that. Um, Brother plays with the, the Lions, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. Right. Yeah, fast uh, family of sprinters. They got another offensive lineman, Dakota Dozer from Minnesota, and my favorite signing of, of this offseason. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the Bears got them a fullback. <laughs> Kari Blassingame. Now, I don't know if he can play, oh. but uh, he has a fullback's build. I am a huge believer in having a fullback in your offense. Yes, I agree. Big time believer I agree. in that. And there were a lot of people saying, man, you know, other teams out here signing real dudes and there's <laughs> signing fullbacks. Oh. I like the move. And I know that, you know, right now we, we got to be realistic. He's not building his team for 2023 or for 2022. No, um, you might be right. Might not be for 2023. <laughs> I think he's going to start. I think he's going to start in 2023. That's when they're going to get all this cap relief. Um, they're going to have 100 plus. The cap's going up right. because that's when the new uh, uh, CBA is in effect. And let me ask you this as you're continuing this path. Yeah. It doesn't just go up for the Bears. It also goes up for all the other 31. It does. It does. Okay. But I'm saying it's going to be a lot of money available for the Bears to make some moves. Um, so I'm, I'm, I understand, hey, he's trying to evaluate. I'm talking about Ryan Bowles. He's trying to evaluate what's going on here. Um, we're not making a playoff push. Let's just be realistic. Do you see? How we are as Bear fans, that we've been cowtowed to believe that, you know, our lack of doing anything is is explainable. It is. The Bengals just went to the freaking Super Bowl and they won like what? They didn't go five? year one. They didn't go to year one. They went year two. Hey man, but look, look at it this way. Look, I'm, you know what? I, I'm a Joe Burrow fan. I like just uh, is it? It's a. Uh, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah. But let's look at it this way now. Hey, one, that was one of our wins last year. It we was. beat their ass. That was one of our wins last year. That's number one. Number two, if Aaron Rodgers and however many players you want to say on the Vikings got hurt, we probably got in the playoffs too and messed around and did something. Never know. He, he hey, the Brian, the Bengals. Let's not ignore. They benefited from some, from some, from some, you know, fortunate in their division. Just saying, you know, just saying. They had, they had hey, it can happen for us too. Just saying, Aaron Rodgers could go down week one, not come back. Seems like every time we win the division, that's what happens. By the <laughs> <usually happens>. uh, <laughs> Wait, Devontae's, Devontae's gone. Another another drain to the AFC, by the way. But yes, Devontae's gone. So that, that, and they might lose uh 
It's another receiver that's a, still a free agent. Oh, for them. Mark Marquez Bad Valdez Scantling. Valdez Scantling, yeah. yeah. He might sign with. I think he might sign with the Chiefs. He's in with the Chiefs this week. My damn, the hell are they gonna get? They gonna drive not, him up? Done, I thought that, that was a done deal already. Was it okay? With the well, Chiefs. I, I thought, yeah, maybe not, maybe not. So shit, all he got is Lazard. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's got. Uh, he's got. Uh, uh, Randall Cobb. Ah. Randall Cobb is still, but he no, he's gone. I think he's gone. No, Randall wouldn't leave his boy, would he? <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but I mean, but anyway, I'm I'm know. just saying, I'm I'm just you know just saying that yes, we have not made the 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 biggest splashes in the NFL. I didn't expect him to do that this year. Well, we did. Come on now, stop tripping, dog. We made a splash when we gave away somebody. Come on, that was our one splash. <laughs> we gave away now, everything. All I'm saying, everything is fine. Everything's now. Fine. I ask fine. this: so the money we freed up, like getting rid of Mac and all that, that stuff doesn't go into play into next season. Or uh, it was, I mean, we got some, we got some saying. savings this year. It's, 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 but it's going to yeah. it's going to be like a dramatic okay. shift next year, and you're and you're you you won't have to deal with as much dead money going right. into right. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. So so yeah. So I'm I'm fine with with what he's done so far. Now the key here is that they're able to develop number one. That's 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 all that matters. You that's do that with matters. Byron Pringle, huh? That's that's how you develop them. Throwing a Byron Pringle. Pringle played play with uh play with Mahomes. Yeah, and Pringle had Pringle's like, hey man, when the play breaks down, I know how to move because that happened a lot. Okay, thanks, bud. How about when a play doesn't break down? Can you run a route to get open? Maybe he can do that. Maybe he hey, man, he, can he do probably that. gonna come over here like man, he only wanted to throw to Tyreek and Kelsey. Then he probably gonna think about it like shit. Tariq gone. I could have probably been getting them targets now. <laughs> Oops. Oh, I just I told my agent, <laughs> my agent told me to be patient, but I, I just you know I went dollars. Oh man, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I don't know about you guys. I'm not worried. I yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> I am worried. I'm worried. I'm will really, you will you care if it's a let's say the Bears go, uh, what is it now four and thirteen thirteen yeah yeah we don't have a first round pick next year right no we do have one next year oh next year we got to come back yeah. um we yeah. don't have it this year right which uh, he got us so used second rounder first, I'm so used to not having first round picks yeah, <laughs> yeah we got two second round picks we this got year. two second round pick this year so. Yeah, the Bears Bears have six picks overall this year um, with the 39th and 48th. So that's cool because there's not too much space in between when you make your pick. Um, and then they've got a third rounder and they've got two fifth rounders. So no fourth round pick. And then a sixth rounder. So in the top 100 picks, they've got three at the top 100, which, okay, I guess. But if you want to say they've got five of the top 150, that sounds a little better, I guess. <laughs> uh, because their fifth round picks are 148 and 150. Um, you know, the question you have to ask yourself is, so, so what, because clearly in free agency, they're just getting bodies. And I, I get it. I understand. 
you need bodies. You got to understand. It just seems like there's a drain of talent and we're not coming close to replacing it with free agency this year. So, and we don't have a lot of draft capital. So it'd be different if we had like a first rounder and two third rounders and a second, you know what I mean? If we had, at the top 100, we had maybe five picks. At the top 150, we had like six or seven, kind of like what the Jaguars had last year, the Jets. Then I can see us replenishing with, with young talent, you know. This year, I, I'm just not certain because you, the, there's some glaring needs in the secondary. There's some glaring needs at receiver. There's some glaring needs at what was once a strength in a defensive front. There's some issues there now. And it isn't like we created more issues for us. Um, and that we don't have enough draft capital to address that. So, so yeah, man, it, it's going to be, and, and here's the thing, here's why I'm concerned because we've got a quarterback and we wasted one year already on his rookie deal. So we've essentially got three years left before we need to figure out whether or not we're going to pick up his option year. So this year and next year, he really needs to show that he's that guy, and we're on that we're in we're in that we're on that trajectory to where that by year year three we're in the playoffs. Not maybe the playoffs, but like in the playoffs. We have to be a strong playoff team, but seven teams now. If we can't be in the playoffs after seven seven teams in his third year, then we got issues because now you're going to have to figure out how, even if he gets better, he being the quarterback feels gets better. But now you're approaching that point where you're going to have to take that option year and then you're going to have to pay him top dollar going forward. And that's going to take up a lot of the pie for other players that you want to try and bring into the league. And I know the money goes up, but also the, the players demands for what they want to be compensated for goes up too. So this year, I guess, yeah, you're right as it's got to be the development year keep him healthy keep him safe keep it i guess simple in some respects don't 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 put him in harm's way by asking to do too much like the chucklehead we just got you know we just let go did but by the same token you know I, you got to make it attractive so free agents want to come here and i just i don't know man i just right now i just i feel like we're we're in the middle of of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know what so, time. So, we're at the ground so floor. I, so I asked this. I asked this because I know Poles said from in the you know that the key is to get playmakers. How now? Now you being the draft guru. Is that the is that the angle he takes? Because granted, it was playmakers at receiver on the market, but we're not ready to win right now. Right. Like so, so I could I I would have never seen for one, Green Bay was not sending Devontae Adams to us. Oh, no. Not a not a chance in hell. Uh Tariq, are we gonna pay him 120? No. You you get what I'm saying? So it's like here, here's my thing. I, yes, I, I agree. It's we weren't going to get necessarily that penultimate athlete or talent this year. My issue, my 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 consternation revolves around the fact that we're not getting as we're getting rid of our players or letting some players go. We're not mm-hmm. getting any draft capital back. If you look yeah. what the Jaguars and the Jets did, and what Philadelphia. True. 
done. Several, several, even the Dolphins, several, and what Chiefs are just now did when they let Tariq go. Several of these teams are getting draft capital back. So mm-hmm. now you know you can build with something. That's why I'm concerned because I'm looking at it. I'm like, all we've done so far is basically just get a second-round pick. And on second-round pick, they ain't going to get it done, son. Well, and what else did the Bears have that could get them that draft capital? I mean, look, if you if you want to say we're the ground pace, floor. Pace left them a mess. Let's, let's no, just be real. No doubt. But if you're saying we're at the ground floor, and okay, let's say I'm okay, okay, I'm with you. We're at the ground floor, we're restarting. So then, dude, you know, when you let James Daniels go, maybe you sign him and trade him. You know, you've got some players here that you can still trade away. You know, they don't do sign the trades in the NFL, do they? <laughs> hey, I've never heard. <laughs> why can't you? But well, yeah, why? why I mean, it's you? outside of the box thinking, but I. That's, oh, isn't that why we got him? He's supposed to be outside of the box thinker? Guy doing it different ways. I mean, the, the you look what the Rams have been doing, dude. I don't know where their money, they got some funny money. I don't know where they're getting all this money from that they can make a trade and get Stafford and they trade this guy and they still got the best defensive player in the league in Aaron Donald. They still play in Jalen Ramsey. You know, they got Von Miller right before, you know, going to the Super Bowl. They, they repaid Stafford now. They just signed Allen, <laughs> you know, Allen Robinson. They just signed him from the Bears. So, you know, and they let Robert Woods go and they may still bring back, you know, and even let Robert, it's just like, Teams are finding ways to do stuff and get players either players back or draft compensation back. And right now we haven't got any players back and we haven't got any draft compensation. And I'm like, the league isn't going to wait for us to be like on a four-year track and think, okay, in three or four years, the Bears should be good. No, everybody's finding ways to get it done yesterday. And we're still working on last week's version, it seems like. And I know Pace left us in in a lurch in some ways, but it's not like it's it's not like we haven't had any talent because we've been good enough to almost make the playoffs. So we must have had some players that were good enough to do something. You know, if you're going to break it down, break it down. Like, if you're going to, you know, Roquan, you keep. Justin, you keep. Everybody else? You think I, mean, so, I, think, hey, I think that's what he's doing. Here's, here's the deal. We're not getting draft capital, bro. So I'm saying he, he's letting them go. But we're not the getting anything. tried, Nick. They, they can't. They can't get anything. Uh, I don't believe I can't. I want to hear I can't was when we let Khalil Mack go and we get a second round pick and a sixth round for next year. And yeah, the money's gone. But I look at the Chiefs and they have contractual issues and they can't agree with Tariq Hill and they get a boatload. I mean, look, we know Mack has Mack, a chance. Mack has been hurt. He hasn't been the playmaker that Tariq Hill has been. I, I'm, just, I'm not saying you got to get the same haul, but I'm saying more than two picks, bro. I mean, Jesus! I think we could have got more. I think we could have got more had we got rid of Quinn. Uh, again, I'm saying if we're at the ground floor, let's start letting some of these cats go so we can get some draft capital. I mean, seriously, dude. It's like, look, I you only got two picks for Khalil and one for this year, and one one is like a six round for next year, and I get the money's gone, and it's like, okay. And I, I'll buy that initially if you're telling me you're letting other people go and we're getting some more draft capital. We haven't done anything since we let him go to replenish our, our stores. And the free agent but, signings are like, eh. But, yeah, I mean, okay, I, I, I get what you're saying. Go, go ahead. But, go ahead. I, but I, I, get, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, it, it, it's really a indictment on Ryan Pace. 
Like he really put put this guy in a shitty situation. Like, I mean, it, it, I don't I don't think you're getting much draft capital. Only person we could have got rid of and possibly got a first rounder, maybe a third as well, is Roquan. I ain't say first rounder, dude. And draft capital to me could be we have four fourth round picks. We have four fourth round picks. We have two third round picks. We've got four fifth round picks. What I'm saying is we need bulk because at this point right now with your 39 pick overall and your 40th pick overall, you better hit on those. Because if you don't hit on those, you you worse off than you were coming into it. You got to hit on your two second round picks. You don't have a first round pick. And you and picks don't always hit, obviously. So you want to you want to buffer yourself in case it doesn't work out. And there's no fourth round pick, so your third round pick becomes instrumental too. And not only that, but we're talking a strength that we had was our defensive line has now become an issue that we need to address that we didn't have to before. Your linebackers, you got Roquan. Who else? Your secondary, you got Jalen. You got Johnson at one corner. And you're iffy with, with with Eddie in the back. You know how you feel about Eddie. <laughs> so I'm just saying it's like, dude, like your, your receivers for your quarterback that you need to develop are undersized receivers, you know, and the ones that have been here already, and Mooney and Daz Newsom. And then the and, and got a good one. Yeah, they're fast, but they're small. Okay. <laughs> and now you got Pringle, a guy who was what the third receiver on the team maybe sometimes between him and demarcus robinson this is how we're developing and then the offensive line is still a question mark we don't know if tevin jenkins is going to be a good left tackle we don't even know how good his back's going to hold up throughout a year larry borm probably playing guard on most of the teams but he's our right tackle and we signed you know uh, another interior offensive lineman okay that's nice but nobody was breaking down this door to get him I'm looking around. I'm like, you know, Montgomery, you don't trade running backs like Montgomery because he's not going to get you anything. I mean, I, if if we had more picks, I'd feel better going into stuff because I'm like, okay, because this guy was known for having an eye for talent, particularly, you know, those who were coming out of college. Okay. Well, then you you better be like spot on, bro, with these well, picks. Well, hey, well, hey, hey, hey. The off season ain't over. I tend to believe I tend to believe people in the right places listen to our show. Somebody might get the word back to them and tell them, "Hey, look, GM say you need to make a couple more moves, get a few more picks." So let's see what happens. I'm a little worried. All I'm saying, I'm a little worried. I just feel I just feel like I'm just floating, like in this, like like one of those movies where you on this ship and then you know something happens and you on that big platform of wood <laughs> they're floating and you can't see where land is and there's some sharks coming by every now and again and you wonder where you get some fresh water and it's high noon that's how i feel we are right about now <laughs> but you know what's crazy the nfc is like garbage pretty damn down this year dallas is probably the second or third best team in the league right now we can... <laughs> I mean, not I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if we be teetering over <laughs> making the playoffs again this year. Probably won't, but we'll see. I mean, possible. hey, no, it's possible. No, we'll it's see. 
It's possible. Let's see well, what I happens. Doubt it. Stop. I Look, the, line, the lines are looking better than us right now, bro. As far as roster goes. They, they really are. But they're the Lions. Yeah. Okay. There, there, was, there was a period when the Lions was kicking our ass, too. Remember that? <laughs> it was short-lived. It was. It, it was usually short-lived. is. But, you know, still. Usually We're going to be all right. And we're going to be all right. Hey, real quick, before we go, uh, we're in the midst of the NCAA tournament. And uh, I don't know about you guys, man, but I thought it was a fun opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. Tournament. I didn't know about any of these teams. I didn't watch an ounce of, uh, of college basketball this year. But uh, I had a lot of fun, man, with, with the bracket and then my, uh, uh, my online betting. I had a lot of fun with the NCAA tournament uh, for opening weekend. So can't so, wait for, I like you uh, for some the money. Sweet 16. I want a little bit, a little, just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I took a, uh, I took an initial $10 investment and got it up to, uh, got it up to $80. So I was, I was uh, okay. very happy with <laughs> okay. that. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to do it again this weekend. See what we can do. Hopefully I don't come yeah. back, come back broke. Uh, we got a, we got a bracket ourselves. Um, and I don't know how how good anybody. I haven't looked, looked at, at it really. Uh, yeah, that says a lot about how we feel about what <laughs> what our picks were. Because <laughs> usually, like, you be excited, like, oh no, I know I did good. You know, you're gonna be looking at it. I, I think we're no, nah, I, I don't think I did. I, I know I did. Uh, but I'm pulling it up now, and hey, 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 according to this, I'm in first place. Well, see, there we go. I know <laughs> How do you, where do you go to pick it up? I mean, I'm trying. I'm at CBS. On CBS to... Sports. Uh, what is it under? I don't know. I'm, I'm on you... the. I'm on the. I'm on the app. Oh, the app. Um, okay. uh, Glenn, you've got. Uh, you're in second place. You've got Arizona winning it all. Smoke and I both have Gonzaga, but uh, um, I've got 31 correct uh, picks. Glenn's got 30 and, and Smoke, you got 27. So, I mean, right, this we're about the same, which that, but I watched the, um, go Wildcats. Um, I watched the Arizona uh, TCU game uh-huh. and went to overtime. That was a pretty Dope. good game, man. That was a pretty Dope. good game. And St. Peter's, St. Peter's. Yeah. I could, those dudes, they had like a losing record and they beat, they beat Iona. And I was like, oh, okay. Huh, interesting. That's uh, that's where Ez's uh, nephew coaches, or is your nephew or, or cousin? Cousin. cousin. That's where his cousin coaches. Coaches the girls there. Right, coaches the girls there. Right, right. And I'm like, oh, Patino. Oh, okay. I couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Okay, great. And uh, I'm like, yeah, but that's it. I didn't expect to see them like pass the first night yeah, at least we 16. That's that's awesome. That's 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 the thing. Of, that's the beauty of March Madness, dude. In a tournament, seeing teams you ain't never heard of before, unless they beat your team. But seeing teams you never heard of before, you know, go places and you start rooting for them, dude. It's like, yeah, I mean, everybody yeah. loves the underdog, man. Those are some tough, some tough New York kids, man. Oh, is that where that's that is? That's, that's what, yeah. yeah. It's in it's it's actually the in Jersey. Is in Jersey. It's in Jersey City, New Jersey, which is right over the right over the Hudson River. No idea. I, I got a friend that lives in Jersey City. And so he was like, Yeah, I live 10 minutes from there. Really? And he said, Yeah, he said it's rough over there. <laughs> 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 he said, "You gotta, you, you gotta walk with a little protection when you're over, over by St. Pete's." Mm. Uh, 
Wow. But yeah, but no, but good man, man, outstanding uh, first and second round. So I can't wait for the uh, for the Sweet Sixteen coming up. Uh, I guess Illinois went, came and went. That was that was. See you work. later. Yeah. yeah. Illinois, you know what? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see Illinois doing doing much. They. Yeah. I, 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 I don't. They. It's just something, you know. They they always, you know, they have a really good regular season. You know, they win a Big Ten title and then. The tournament comes and it's nothing, you know. Yeah, but you know, you just you, hey, as an Illinoisan, you just you want them to you know get to the Elite Eight. Or oh, absolutely. East or Final Four. I mean, look, I yeah, I I seen them play some games this year, and it was just like hell. They lost to Cincinnati, and I saw Cincinnati play in person, and I was not that <laughs> impressed. So <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't necessarily expect Illinois to go far, but. You know, just you know, you want to see it. And my balls, I thought my balls might make it at least to the sixteen. At least that was a, hey, that was a good game though against Michigan. Yeah, that yeah. was a good game. I was hoping Jawan Howard's team would still just be still caught up from that fracas. No, nah, they figured mm-hmm. it out. They are, right. <laughs> they are okay. Hey, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast. At Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper Podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. And I'm on there as well. And uh, also the Father Good Podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Yo, Glenn. Yep. Please take us out. It's like we always say. We ain't saying we're right. Just don't be Deshaun Watson wrong. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) 